0: This is Stories with a Voice, a podcast focused on spreading understanding and compassion about serious topics. This season is called Students of Struggle, a series of interviews with college students and affiliates about their personal experiences with suicide. The goal of sharing these stories is to increase hope and empathy. The following episode includes a discussion about suicide, anxiety, depression, and feelings of hopelessness, which may be triggering for some. Safety always comes first. If you or someone you know is not safe and needs help, please reach out and call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is available 24 hours a day at 1-800-273-8255. The views and opinions of this podcast do not represent any organization and are solely the opinions of the participants. I'm your host, Virginia Henry. For this interview, I sat down with Justin Lee, a freshman in college studying communications. Justin shared his personal experiences with me and what he has learned from those experiences.
1: So a big motivation for me at this point in my life is probably the gospel. Um, I don't think I would still be alive today if it wasn't for a very faint belief or a faint hope that there was a God who loved me. Um, Part of that hope lies in a belief that there's life after this one, that the choices we make now do have consequences. But also a big motivation for me is my future family. My patriarchal blessing talks about the importance of my future children and important to me personally to fulfill that. So those are the two main points of hope for my life right now.
0: And on on the flip side of that, what makes you feel hopeless?
1: Oh, that's kind of a tup, tough question. Um, for me, a big thing is failure. I hate failing. And so whether it's in school, the gospel, general activities in general, I don't like to mess up. And so when I think about all the ways that I have failed, which have been many, all the ways that I could fail, which are even more, um that makes me a little scared because I don't know how to not fail if that makes sense or I I may I'm I guess I just have this fear that I will not know how to succeed when faced with certain opportunities.
0: That can be daunting. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. I know I can. Feeling I never want to mess up, Mm -hmm. I have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And that is an unrealistic expectation that we put on ourselves. And so sometimes it can be really easy to get discouraged Absolutely. when we fall short of that unrealistic expectation. In regards to hope and and feeling hopeless, have you personally or someone you know ever experienced thoughts of suicide?
1: Yeah, I have myself and I uh, have met a couple other people who have.
0: Would you be willing to share one of those experiences?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, in high school, this is a a long story, so I'll try to consolidate it the best I can, make make it make sense. In high school, I had a lot of problems. I was pretty overweight, about 250 pounds, at about five foot eight. That was just very uncomfortable for me, so I wasn't happy with myself in that sense. I didn't have a great home life. All my needs were provided for, but I didn't have a good relationship with my parents or any of my siblings. So that was difficult, especially my father. So I didn't like being at home. School I did pretty decently academically, but school was hard to go to because I had all these negative feelings inside. And so when I went to school I had to put on this mask, mask sort of, everyone saw me as happy, fun, class clown Justin, but that's not how I felt inside. So that was really challenging to have to go to school every day, pretend to be someone that I didn't really feel like I was. And then uh, another big factor was sin. I was making bad choices, and so that affected my self-esteem. I didn't, like, that also affected my church. I I don't want to say it affected my church attendance because I always went because of my parents, but it affected how I felt at church, and it made me disagree with what I was being taught slightly. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't feel comfortable at church. Overall, I didn't really feel comfortable anywhere. And then um, uh, there was a girl that I really liked, you know. Oh, there's always a girl. (laughs) Um, And we kind of had a relationship, but she was also dating someone else at the same time. And so I lost a lot of weight in the span of a month or two. I went from about 250 pounds to 170 pounds because I'm like, maybe if I'm skinnier, she'll like me more. So I I had really unhealthy habits of getting skinny and overall was just miserable in every aspect of my life. And... It was, I think, my senior year in high school when things really started to go really south. Things at home had gotten a lot worse. Um, Things with this girl weren't going good. Uh, Everything was just kind of conglomerating to a big mess, and I was also working at a restaurant, and so I was working really late hours, and just everything just uh, was kind of falling apart, but I put on a face, you know, I pretend like everything was fine, and so that that made it a lot worse, I think, and I'm also relatively prideful, so I really didn't want to talk to anyone about it. That was really hard for me. And it wasn't until I was on my mission, actually, that I decided to talk to somebody about it. But back to high school, it was, I think, February of 20, 2017, so about two years ago now. And I was at work. I washed dishes. So I was washing dishes, and I was thinking about all these problems I was having with my life, with the sin, with this girl, with my home life with my friends all this different stuff and I just I'm not a crier either but I I was uh, washing dishes and I just started bawling just crying and everyone's like you know Justin what's wrong I'm like I just really need to leave and up to this point I had contemplated suicide a couple times but um, the first time I thought about my mother how much my mother would miss me and that was my motivation to not to not attempt that at that time and then another time I I just had this really strong and this this time I was the second time. I was really quite serious about it. I was really fed up And I think I just had this strong feeling that if I did try to kill myself, I would severely regret it and Looking back that was definitely from the Holy Spirit inviting me to not make that horrible decision But this third time after I was at work after I was at work really late after I just finished crying um, I was driving my car home and I decided I was going to crash my car. I was going to run off the road so I didn't have to hurt anybody anybody besides myself because I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, take other people out with me. I didn't feel like that was correct. But I was really fed up with life. I didn't understand. I really didn't – I mean, I had the gospel in my life, but I, um, cu- I couldn't and didn't apply it. And I was just – I just saw no point in life. I only found happiness in really trivial small things that only were very temporary. So I was like, I'm, I'm done. There's nothing left. Um and instead of crashing my car i had this impression to go to my high school parking lot which was really close to where my work was and there was a hill i guess my thought process at the time was there was a hill that i could go off into into something there was a woods at the bottom of at the bottom of the hill i wasn't take the car off and crash into the trees down there and i i just stopped in the middle of the parking lot before going off the hill and that was the first time in my life that I said a, a real genuine prayer, I think. Looking back on it, I think it was actually the first time that I would prayed when it wasn't in some social setting at church or something like that or at family dinner. I just poured my heart out to God and I think I think all I said was something of, along the lines of, how do I be happy again? That was a really profound moment for me where I knew that God not only existed, but that He was my father, my spiritual father who cared about me and wanted me to be happy. And I remember receiving three distinct impressions. Uh, I don't I, 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 looking back on it, I feel like it was an audible voice, but regardless, I had three distinct thoughts in my mind that said um, I needed to stop the sin that I was doing. stop stop that stupid crap. I needed to get my patriarchal blessing. And I, at this point, I hadn't received it yet because I was scared that if the church was true or if the patriarchal blessing was accurate and it was true, then that means the church is probably true. So I have to stop doing the stuff I was doing and I have to start doing church stuff again, which I didn't really want to do. So I was scared to get my patriarchal blessing, but that was one of the things that the Spirit told me to do. So I was, I'm like, all right. And then the third thing was to figure things out with this girl that I was having problems with. Those three things were all really hard to accept at the moment, and I didn't want to tackle any of them because I was scared of those problems. I was scared of failing with trying to conquer those problems.
0: It can feel overwhelming.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. It was very, as you said earlier, it was very daunting. It was really scary. But um, I was kind of on a spiritual high for that next week, and so I kind of received the strength I needed to start to tackle some of those problems. Since that point, I've tackled and conquered two out of those three problems, still working on the bad choices part, you know, we all are, but um, one thing that I've kind of noticed is that, like I said, it wasn't until my mission, about halfway through my mission, that I uh, started actually dealing with these suicide thoughts and these problems, because I was still too prideful up to that point. Those feelings, for me at least, they never really go away all the time, no matter how I, Try to solve them. I'll still get them every once in a while, but I've really found that, you know, everyone has bad days. But as I continue to do the right things, go to church, read scriptures, etc., that everything's more manageable, and it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't really go away for me ever.
0: Doesn't fix the problem. No, but it, but it helps you deal yeah, with
1: it exactly. Um, that it's it's been more manageable it's been uh not as daunting as it used to be and those feelings aren't as intense as they used to be
0: and um, is there anything else that you feel like has helped you to keep from going back to that to that place where you were that night driving home what else what else has helped you to to stay away from that spiraling thought process
1: for me personally, I think the biggest thing is actually that hope that you're talking about earlier, believing that my actions have consequences, and believing that getting married and having a family is important. Believing that my patriarchal blessing is true and that my children are important, so I need to do my best to be ready to raise them. Uh, I think another part actually was coming to this school, because I did not, I really did not want to come here. Uh, I felt like I could academically do better. And I wanted to be back home with my friends to be blunt, but um this I think this school in general has a good spirit about it, and when you're doing the right things, you can feel that spirit and it's easier to not do those bad things not only because they're not as prevalent here as they are at most colleges, but because you're you're doing so many spiritual things theoretically all the time that it's it's more difficult to let the devil slip in to let Satan tempt you
0: mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've been able to make some stronger connections since that time? Because you said that was a really, a huge contributing factor of like having a hard relationship with family members Mm -hmm. and that girl. Do you feel like you've been able to to make some of those connections since then? And has that helped or has it not?
1: Actually, it really has. Um since I got back from my mission and I addressed a lot of my problems. I still don't have the most amazing relationship, but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be with my family. I'm a lot closer with my siblings and my mother, and I'm a lot closer with my father. I don't think I ever had a problem making making friends, so I don't. it's not hard for me to have good relations with other people, but now that I don't have... Going back to the girl thing, it's a lot easier for me to talk and interact with, with females because I'm not scared of that failure, or I'm not scared that they see me a certain way or etc. So yes, I would say to answer your question.
0: What do you think you've learned from that whole experience? What's oh the impact that you've taken away from it?
1: So the heart, the hardest thing, and I think my least favorite thing that I've learned is also the most important thing. And that's that God lets bad things happen to people who he loves. And I hate that because no one likes when bad things happen to them, and the, I guess I'll call it the suicide phase of my life was that really depressing phase was really hard. Again, I think the only reason I I didn't kill myself to this point is because I was scared that my mother would be sad, I just felt like it wasn't the right thing to do, and it, it, it was an easy, looking back on it, I can see where God's hand was in my life to keep me from pushing me over the edge, but I know that that's a trial that I needed to have to help me overcome certain problems that I had for some reason, some of those reasons I have figured out, some of those reasons I'm still trying to figure out, if that that makes sense.
0: No, it does, just that you, he didn't prevent all those overwhelming feelings and those frustrations and those difficulties in relationships, he didn't stop that from happening. Mm -hmm. And even though you had a really difficult time, he's been able to help you see that there can be a a beautiful thing can come from something so difficult.
1: I think that's accurate.
0: I don't necessarily think that God causes hard things to happen to us. But like you said at first that he allows, he allows it, right? He Mm -hmm. doesn't outright prevent it because he wants to help us see that there is a purpose and that we have purpose in this life and sometimes that takes some hard experiences
1: like you said God allowed those I feel like God allowed a lot of those bad things to happen to me now some of them were my own doing things I did to myself Mm -hmm. but God let it happen and was letting it happen even though I was in my room crying or feeling like I wanted to kill myself or whatever it was he was the whole time holding my hand saying just just stick with me it'll be okay and I couldn't see that in the moment but looking back With that hindsight, I can definitely see where he was, holding my hand, just hoping, knowing that I could do it.
0: Everyone, like we get to that point of of hopelessness and everyone is looking for relief and a a way out, a solution. So I just wanted to, to hear from you how what your perspective was, why that was an option for you.
1: It probably was mainly an option because I think, honestly, part of it has to do with social media and what we're taught. I'm not really big into social media, honestly. I don't care for it very much, but I think it teaches us bad messages and bad principles. But suicide rates have generally increased since... Uh, they're not they're not at a high I've done some a little bit of research on this They're not at a high right now but people make jokes all the time oh I want to kill myself and so I think just the fact that in middle school and high school people talked about it and it was on social media and platforms like that presented it as a solution Mm. Um, and then the negative things that are happening in my life my lack of seeing any decent reason to be alive still it all just was like well that that makes sense And the thing that really, again, kept me back was a basic belief that I was taught when I was young that our actions have consequences and that God doesn't want his children to harm themselves.
0: You said all these people talked about it. They joked about it. It's presented as a solution, unfortunately. So what would you say now, looking back after you've stepped away from that experience or moved past it, what what, what else would you like to share?
1: So I recently had a friend that I was talking to, and she texted me the other day and said, Justin, is it okay if I kill myself now? And the main thing I and she struggles with depression, suicidal thoughts as well. She didn't know that I did. She just reached out to me for whatever reason, you know, whatever the Lord prompted her, whatever, maybe. But the main thing I advise to her is actually to find something that gives your life meaning, that gives you hope um, whatever it was, no matter how trivial it is, as long as it's something that's good, find something that makes you happy. Again, for me, it's a belief that my children are important and that I need to have an eternal family and that I don't want to, uh, upset anyone in my family or anything like that. So just finding something that makes you happy, that gives you a purpose, I think is the key, whether it's a hobby, jogging, drawing, uh, lifting weights, I don't know, just something that brings you happiness. And, um, something that gives life meaning. And also, for me, I found it was easiest to be in those dark places when I wasn't doing the right things. When I'm reading my scriptures, it's a lot easier to find hope and reason to live than it is when I'm off sinning or not going to church or whatever it is. So those are probably the biggest things, is to put yourself in places where you can feel the Spirit and feel God's love and actively look for ways to make your own life better. Don't just let life happen to you, quote-unquote.
0: Thank you so much for sharing your perspective I mean obviously everyone's situation and experience is so unique and individual but there are little elements that connect us all that we can all relate to I'm sure I know I've related to a lot of what you said when I feel like I have no purpose it can be really really daunting and can lead you to, to feel horrible But everyone does have a purpose and we can help each other realize that and help each other know that we're not alone and that you can get through those types of feelings and thoughts because so many people around us have already I mean you said your friend didn't didn't know that you'd struggled with that and I think a lot of people more people than we know have and it can be really inspiring Mm -hmm. to know that it is possible to move forward. Is there anything else that you would like to say or share?
1: Uh, I don't think so, I think that's that's, that's really the gist of it. Thank you.
0: I'd like to thank Justin Lee for sitting down with me to talk about the intense subject of suicide. Justin is a freshman in college studying communications. I'm your host, Virginia Henry. This is Students of Struggle, the first season of Stories with a Voice, a podcast focused on spreading understanding and compassion about serious topics. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not represent any organization and are solely the opinions of the participants. If you or someone you know is struggling and needs help, please reach out and call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is available 24 hours a day at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks for listening to Stories with a Voice. Tune in each week for new episodes.